0: Thank you. Say it again. there would be no remission of sin his blood that made it set again it was the blood that made the difference at Calvary Calvary oh somebody go ahead and thank God for the blood of Jesus thank God for the shed blood of his only begotten son for God sent not his son into the world to condemn the world but that the world through him might be saved and that's something to rejoice about. Just to know that God so loved the world. There is a word I want to share with you from the Lord today. I want to call your attention to go with me. We're going to go to the gospel recorded by St. Mark. The gospel recorded by St. Mark, and we want to look in the 11th chapter, chapter 11. begin our reading at verse 25, we'll read verse 25 and 26. That's Mark chapter 11, beginning at verse 25, and it reads, and when ye stand praying, forgive. If ye have aught against any, that your Father also, which is in heaven, may forgive you your trespasses. But if ye do not forgive, neither will your Father, which is in heaven, forgive your trespasses. You may be seated in God's presence. And when ye stand praying, forgive. If ye have ought against any, that your Father also which is in heaven may forgive you your trespasses. I want to use for a thought uh, this afternoon, I want to talk about let it go. Look at somebody and tell them let it go. Look at your other neighbor if somebody or somebody in your vicinity that you didn't say it to this time. I want you to say it to them. Tell them, let it go. Let it go. Let it go. My brothers and my sisters, I want to begin by saying to you that in this life, all of us, according to this text, all of us will encounter trespasses and offenses will come. And based on what Jesus is saying in this particular scripture, he's letting it be known that there are times that we will be trespassed against. And then there are times we will be the trespassers. Have I got a witness? Jesus is letting it be known in this text that there will be times in all of our lives that we will suffer, amen, offenses from both sides. Sometimes we will be the one to offend. And at other times we will be the one offended. But I want you to... Know today that the Lord is saying to all of us that regardless to what trespass we encounter, it behooves us to let it go. My brothers and my sisters, I want you to understand and be reminded of this one thing this morning, is is that, amen, all of us in this life, we will encounter trespasses and offenses will come But Jesus is letting us know he don't want us walking around holding on to stuff. He doesn't want us walking around holding grudges, being hateful and bitter towards one another. Have I got a witness? As a matter of fact, Jesus taught his disciples, he said, love ye one another. Watch this, as I, Talking about himself, he said, "As I have loved you, what was he saying? I want you to show each other the same love that I have shown to you." What kind of love did the Lord show to us? The kind of love that He showed to us is an unconditional and love, a paid love—a love that looks beyond faults. And not only sees, but supplies needs. My brothers and my sisters, the Lord does not want us walking around in the same church and can't even speak to one another. Working in the same auxiliary, working in the same vineyard and, 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 and have grudges against one another. Those things according to Jesus ought not to be not coming from his fault. Look at, the, look, at, look at somebody and tell them the Lord expects better out of us. He expects better out of us. Now before I go any further, somebody may be talking about now who read mad? Well, mad with ain't mad nobody. All I am is the mailman. My job is to deliver the package. I have nothing to do with the content. my brothers and sisters, God wants to get our attention because amen, so often time the progress of the church and the work of God can be stifled and hindered because the relationships that we have with one another ain't where they need to be. us to understand that 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 it is important that we forgive and let things go Jesus said watch this watch this he said when you stand when you when you stand praying watch this he says forgive know what? In so many words, if you stand, I don't care how eloquently you can pray. The words can fall from your lips like honeycomb from a shaken hive. Sounds so sweet. But if your heart is filled with unforgiveness, you just saying words. Are y'all talking back to me today? Jesus said you need to forgive in order for your prayer to even be heard. You gotta let it go. Well, some folk might have got out the choir because they got mad. got a good voice won't even sing because of something you can't let go some folk can stop paying your time because you got mad about something that didn't go down to your satisfaction but the Lord said you got to let it go hmm Some folk can't even work with others on certain committees. Simply because of something that may have happened that they cannot, or watch this, or that they will not let go. Because I've learned this, you can let go of anything. Have I got a witness? And the reason I know you can let it go because, watch this, I know you can't do it by yourself, but if you call out to Jesus, and if you say, Lord, help me to forgive, Lord, help me to let it go and to move on, I'm a living witness to the Lord to help you. Have anybody, am I preaching to anybody that can be a witness and say, if you call on the Lord and ask him and mean it from your heart, the Lord will help you to forgive folks that have hurt you, that have disappointed you, that have set traps for you, that have tried all they could to destroy you. If you call on the Lord, he'll help you let it go. Jesus said, when you stand praying, the first thing you need to do is forgive. You got to let it go. God told me as I was in prayer that there are some people in the world that are mad with dead folks. they dead. Dead and gone. And, 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 and yet they are ruling people even from the grave simply because that person that's still living hadn't let it go. Jesus said when you stand praying forgive if you have aught against any. Let me tell you something. Some folks be walking around, to my, I love everybody. No, no good and well. <laughs> That they struggling. Come on now. It sounds good, you know, because, because a lot of times in the body of Christ, some people feel the need to really uh, show face and 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 make folks feel like they really got it all together, that they don't have a problem with anybody, that they don't struggle. Come on here, somebody, with uh, dealing with certain people or certain issues. But how many know the first step to you getting help? You got to be honest. Yeah. Have I got a witness? You got to admit. That I need some help. did? Yes, yes. It is important, Jesus said, to forgive. Because it said, he he said, if we have if you have all against any. He said, it's it's important, it's so important that you forgive. Why? Watch this. He said that if you have ought against anybody, that your father also, which is in heaven, may forgive you your trespasses. Because watch this, he tied it together and he said, but if you do not forgive, if you do not let it go, neither will your Father which is in heaven forgive your trespasses. So what is Jesus saying? He said you will not get what you're not willing to give. That's the principle of God's word. Luke 6 and verse 38 Jesus said give And it shall be given unto you, good measure, pressed down, shaken together and running over, shall me and given to your bosom. But Jesus is letting it be known, my brothers and my sisters, there is no way that you can get what you are not willing to give. Let me say it another way that the scripture says it. There is no way you can reap what you are not willing to sow. There's no way you can go out in a field and you done planted corn and you going out there looking for tomatoes to come up. It ain't going to happen. What you looking for tomatoes for when you planted corn? Whatsoever a man soweth that's what the Bible said whatsoever a man soweth that shall he also reap. Not something else but that which he has sown. Jesus paints the picture very vividly and clearly to let it, let it be known how important it is that we do not hold on to things and hold grudges against people and, 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 and walk around with unforgiveness in our heart. It's dangerous. It's dangerous to walk around with with unforgiveness, amen, in our heart. It's so dangerous because, guess what, it don't matter how much, amen, we sin and how much we pray and ask God to forgive us. God said, I ain't forgiving you until you forgive those that have trespassed against you. God is saying to us through his word that your forgiveness is dependent on you forgiving others. That shows just how bad we need each other. Walking around here thinking we don't need one another. Come on here, somebody. How many know we got to, amen. Watch this. That means that if somebody has trespassed against me, and if I walk around with unforgiveness in my heart, watch this, I can't even make it to heaven. I can't even make it to heaven until I first genuinely forgive that person that has done me wrong. I can preach until the walls and the roof begin to holler out amen. But until I forgive and if I breathe my last breath With unforgiveness in my heart in hell. I'll lift up my eyes. Because my being forgiven is based on me forgiving you. Give me just a few more minutes. I didn't already preach. This ain't going to be no long message today. Look at somebody and tell them, let it go. You know, and oftentimes when, when we are the ones that have been trespassed against, we feel that it is within our right to hold on to it or, or watch this or to make the other person suffer for what they've done to us ever got a witness? but God don't want us walking around doing that now trying to make people amen uh, pay back uh, what they have done towards us. Now, he, he wants us to just simply forgive. I want to look at that word forgive. I know it's spelled F-O-R-G-I-V-E, but when I look at it, another thought God brought to my mind, the word forgive, 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 uh, uh, give before. See, sometimes I know, I know the, the four that I'm referring to is F-O-R-E. But when I look at the word forgive, another thought God brought to my mind. A lot of people are walking around mad with folk that may have trespassed against them in some way or another. And then they are waiting on that person to come. Come on here, somebody, and go with me. When they ask me to forgive them. Then I will forgive. But how many know God wants us, amen, to forgive even if they never come? If they never come and say, I did you wrong, please forgive me. If they never come and admit any wrongdoing, God says, forgive them anyhow. Forgive them before they even come and ask you. And even if they never come and apologize, you got to work out your own soul salvation. Forgive, forgive, let it go, let it go, let it go. Some folk, God told me to tell you, there are some folks in the world if they would only let some stuff go, over half the medicine they have to take, they could throw the high blood pressure pills away. Have I got a witness here? A lot of men. You'll be surprised if you just be willing to let some stuff go. I'm talking about deep down in your heart. Just let it go, hey amen. You'll find when you go to the doctor, they say, what well, you know what." I'm taking you off your high blood pressure pills because you don't need that no more. Is it anybody know that God have a way of working things out for you if you just be willing to let some stuff over half the medicine in your medicine cabinet, you can throw it away. If you just be willing to let some stuff There are some folks maybe in the room, and I'm not. I'm I'm just delivering the mail. Some may be in here, and others outside. But some folk, whatever, they they still have a problem with, and and some issues with certain folk. And whenever they see them, whenever they just see them, they go to holding their head. Oh, I I got, I got, I got a headache all of a sudden. Ain't nothing but your blood pressure that went up because you're walking around with that unforgiveness in you. Come on here, somebody. If you let some stuff go. Yeah. you got to be willing to let things. Me, go with me real quickly to Matthew chapter 18. Matthew chapter 18, and we'll begin reading at verse 15. That's Matthew 18 and 15. Some of the Bible study students we know we've been kind of talking about this. Matthew 18, beginning at verse 15. Watch what it says. It says, "Moreover, this here Jesus is still talking." These are the, the words of Jesus. He said, moreover, if thy brother shall trespass against thee. Watch, watch how he tells us to handle it. He says, go and tell him his fault between thee and him alone. Mm-hmm. And then if he shall hear you, Thou hast gained thy brother. My brothers and my sisters, notice what Jesus said. He said, you go to that individual. Isn't it sad how some folks do it when they have an offense or trespass that have happened? They go tell everybody but the person that they're mad with. Have I got a witness? And then by the time they get through telling everybody else they got other folks mad with the person. Come on somebody. Amen. And they don't even know anything about come on there somebody. And most folks don't tell the whole story no how. They only tell the parts that they want the other folks to know. Jesus said, when you got a problem with your brother, don't be running around to everybody else telling them about the issue. Go directly to the person you got the problem with. Because see, by the time you tell other folk, some of them gonna put their two cents in it. Have I got a witness? They're going to put how they feel in it. Come on, somebody. And you know what I've learned? Sometimes, watch this. Sometimes we can be mad with folks. Watch this. And they don't even know we mad with them. We may have gotten offended about a thing and, 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 and the person may have said something one way and we took it another way. And the way we took it was not the way they meant it. Y'all getting mighty quiet on me. And now an offense has occurred because of a misunderstanding. Woo, I know, go ahead, woo. Misunderstanding now an offense has occurred and and, and, and then watch this, if I mishandle it, it's going to cause more problems. It's going to do more harm than good. So the scripture said that what I need to do is go to that individual and talk directly to them first. First. But most folk do it the opposite way. The person they got a problem with, you know, they go around the other folk. You know, I can't stand old old so-and-so-and-so because he did this or he did or she said that, she did. And it's just causing a problem. Versus if you go directly to that person, you may come to discover that the very thing you were mad and upset about they may not have meant any harm by it. Uh-huh. But how many know we, Jesus is saying you got to be willing to talk out your matters. <laughs> the way he is with us. Come on, somebody. He, he said in his word with the nation of Israel, he said, come now and let us reason together, said the Lord. Though your sins be as scarlet, he said, He, he said, I shall make them whiter than snow. Though they be red like crimson, they shall be white as snow. My brothers and my sisters, God wants us to be able to talk it out. Now, I'm going to tell you something. If you can't talk, if you can't talk your problems out, that's 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 another problem. I told them in the Bible, study, if you got a husband and a wife, come on here, somebody. You got a husband and a wife, you're in a relationship, in a marriage and all that stuff, and offenses come, you, amen, you, 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 you have things to happen. Now, you can't be walking around talking about, I want to talk. I want to talk right now. Well, if you don't talk about it, how you going to settle the issue? If you're not willing to talk about it, come on here, somebody. Some folks don't be willing to talk, and then, and then, you know, the, the the spouse, whether it be the husband or the wife, whichever one or, or whatever the relationship may be. Uh, uh, Sometimes you ask them, "Are you all right?" Yeah, I'm all right. <laughs> now, now, you already know through their action, they ain't all right. another way that some people are not willing to talk things out is because they want the other person watch this uh, to play the mind game you know figure it out you know if you you can see something is wrong you know something ain't right and you ask them uh, 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 what's wrong what's wrong you know you know you already know y'all help me preach it here if you know I'm telling the truth they think you know if if I knew I wouldn't be asking you. Don't act like you don't know. You have to be willing to talk it out. Jesus said go to that person that the offense has come through and talk directly to them and try to squash the issue rather than walking around, going around, telling other folks which is only going to make matters worse. Talk to one another. He said, but if he will not hear thee then take with you one or two more. That in the mouth of two or three witnesses, every word may be established. When you take whoever you take, make sure you don't take somebody that's just on your side. They need to be neutral. Somebody who's willing to try to stand in the middle ground and do the right thing, and bring a resolve to the issue that's at hand. See, because most folks, whenever they do want to take somebody with them, you know, they want to take somebody that's on their side already, you know. They didn't already talk to them on the way. Now listen, this is how it went down Trying to get them on their side. But you got to have somebody who's neutral that would be a middle person, a mediator between the two parties involved. Watch this. My brothers and my sisters, offenses will happen. I told them in Bible I said, now, sometimes offenses and trespasses can happen without you even trying. All trespasses are not intentional. For example, you can tell somebody Sister Laura, you, you Oh, I love that dress. You look very beautiful today. And, and depending on the way she thinks, what you're trying to say, I don't look good the rest of the time. You're trying to say, didn't you see that dress that I wore last week and the one that I wore about three weeks? And you're just simply trying to give them a compliment and they have taken it the wrong way. Lord, let me go on But whatever the trespass is, Jesus is letting us know that we need to be willing to try to resolve the issue. Don't let it fester. Don't let it go on and on and on and on and on. Because guess what? Unforgiveness is like cancer in your shut spirit. Up, up. Not in your body, in your spirit. Hey, right. mm. And that's a cancer the doctor can't get to. Only God can go into the spirit of a man and bring healing where it's needed. So Jesus said, you need to be willing to let it go and try to get things, make things right between you and your brother. Lord have mercy. Go over to Luke chapter 7. Verse 40. We gotta try to. We we gotta I don't know about nobody else in here, but I'm trying to go to heaven. When I leave here, I'm trying to go to heaven. And Jesus has made a way for all of us to get there. But yet there are things that we have to do. In order to cash in on what's available to us, they can tell you, you know, they're giving away hundred-dollar bills down there at Wells Fargo Bank, and you laying there in the bed. All right, all right, all right, all right, you don't never get up out the bed. You ain't gonna get one. <laughs> <laughs> you know, some folks be talking about be trying to sit somebody there. Go pick mine up. No, you got to go by there and just tell them you're getting it for me. No, you got to get up out to bed and go down there and get it yourself. Come on here, somebody. And that's the same way it is with forgiveness and everything else. Even though heaven is available to us, you and I must operate and govern our lives according to the word of God. In order. To get there. now Watch this. What? Lord, I didn't get so happy. Why I told you to go? Oh, Luke 7, 40. All right. Luke 7 and verse 40. This is a parable Jesus spoke about two debtors. Two debtors. It says, and Jesus answering said unto him, Simon, I have somewhat to say unto thee. And he said, Master, say on, speak on. There was a certain creditor which had two debtors and the one owed 500 pence and the other 50. See the, see the difference? That's a big difference. And, 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 and when they had nothing to pay, he frankly forgave them both. He said, tell me therefore which of them will love him most? Simon answered and said, I suppose that he uh, to whom he forgave most. And he said unto him, thou hast rightly judged. And he turned to the woman and said unto Simon, seest thou this woman? I entered into thine house. Thou gavest me no water for my feet, but she hath washed my feet with her tears and wiped them with the hairs of her head. Thou gavest me no kiss, but this woman, since the time I came in, hath not ceased to kiss my Feet, my head with oil, thou didst not anoint, but this woman hath anointed my feet with ointment. Wherefore I say unto thee, her sins, which are many, are forgiven, for she loved much. But to whom little is forgiven, the same loveth little. And he said unto her, Thy sins are forgiven. And they that sat at meat with him began to say within themselves, Who is this that forgiveth sins also? And he said to the woman, Thy faith has saved thee. Go in peace. Let me tell you something. My brothers and sisters, these two debtors, one owed a whole lot more than the other. But the Lord forgave them both. And I want you to understand that forgiveness is available if we are willing to forgive. And then Jesus stressed, The reason this woman was forgiven is because she loved much. Watch this. And I'm going to say this. It speaks to the condition of her heart. Although she was a sinful woman. But the condition of her heart made the difference. And let me me say this as I hasten on to, to close today. We have to be willing to forgive and let whatever your it is, whatever your it is, let it go. Let it go. Unforgiveness me tell you something. Everybody or anybody who walks around in unforgiveness, I want you to know that you locked up. You're just not physically behind bars. internally because see unforgiveness locks you see when you have unforgiveness for an indi- towards an individual unforgiveness locks you up in bitterness it locks you up in resentment, It locks you up, it locks you up, amen, in in a lot of other ways. And, and, And my brothers and my sisters, God does not want us walked around locked up. Jesus said, he said he came to set the captives free. And God wants us to be free. Spiritually, mentally, emotionally. And in every other area of our lives, God wants us to be free. The question stands as I close today. Are you willing to forgive? Are you willing to let it go? Some folks get so mad, they get, they become so engrossed and so wrapped up in that situation and in that unforgiveness until they get to the point they say, oh, I'm going to get them back if it's the last thing I do. You know, they put emphasis on that last. They put a little vibrato in their voice. If it's the last thing I do. Well, let me tell you something if getting them back is the last thing you do in hell you're going to lift your eyes as the old saints told me when I was a boy, little boy coming up you can't die wrong and get up right the way you die, that's the way you're going to get up Get them back if it's the last thing I do. One last thing. The Bible says, whenever an offense happens, the scripture declares, avenge not yourselves. In other words, don't try to get back. Don't try to get even with somebody that has, or that you feel has, hurt you or wronged you in some way or another. Vengeance is mine said the Lord and he said I will repay. And I said, God, what you want me to tell them? And I told them in Bible study early on, but I'm going to tell y'all since you wasn't here. (laughs) What I told them in Bible study. I said, God, why does your word say, I know there's significance to everything in your word. Why why does your word say for us to not try to get even? For us to not avenge ourselves don't try to take, in other words, to avenge yourself means to take matters into your own hands. Amen. I said, why? And this is what he told me. He says, when you avenge yourself, when you try to avenge yourself, you're trying to get even. Yeah. And he says this, it's hard to get even without becoming evil. If you're taking notes, you can write that down. It's hard to get even without becoming evil. Because in the process of trying to get even, most time when we, when we uh, 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 try to get even, I told them this in Bible study too, it is premeditated we sit down and we ponder and we conjure up how we going to get them back. And it's premeditated. And anything that's premeditated, you already knew what you were going to do before you did it. And that's when sin moves from just sin into iniquity. Because you already knew. As a matter of fact, you sat down and planned it out. As a matter of fact, some folks sat down and came up with two or three plans. When they came up with the first plan, and then they thought of something else, oh, 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 oh let me add this in there. Let me... Yeah, that'll be good right there. That right there, get her. hard to get even without becoming evil. And that's even the people of God. When we begin to take matters into our own hands and do things ourselves and try to get back at folks ourselves, most time it's going to be some type of evil involved. Meaning some type of thing that will be done that won't be pleasing. God something. So we should refrain from trying to get even and leave matters in the hands of God and then do our part to try to rectify and to bring a resolve to the issue. Because except we forgive, our, our emphasis scripture, Jesus said, except we forgive others, we will not be forgiven. There were two brothers, Jacob and Esau. Jacob, along with the help of his mama, stole Esau's blessing. But it had already been prophesied that the elder would serve the younger. But nevertheless, there was trickery and schemery Involved in that process. Jacob stole Esau's blessing and. For so many years he was on the run. But then he came to that place. I believe God began to deal with him. And he came to that place. In his life where he said I need to make. Things right between me and my brother. There may be somebody in here, even today. The person may not be in here; they may be somewhere else. As a matter of fact, the person may be in California, maybe in New York, maybe in some other place. But there may be someone in in today that that can say, "You know what." there's an issue between me and my brother or me and this person and I need to make things right between me and my brother. That's what Jacob said. He didn't know how Esau was going to (laughs) respond. And just in case he sent some others you know a, a head up and all that But then when he met his brother face to face. There was a restoring of the relationship between those two brothers. They embraced. He forgave him. you willing to forgive that person that has hurt you? That has wronged you? God told me something in my meditation time with him. He said that many people, a lot of folks ain't going to go to hell because of adultery and fornication. But he said more folks going to go to hell over unforgiveness than anything else. And the reason why is simply because they won't forgive and because they won't forgive they can't be forgiven. So God is saying that even if they committed adultery even if they committed fornication even if they committed some other sin against me he said that those sins can be forgiven but if they're walking around with unforgiveness in their heart towards somebody else I can't forgive them of none of that because they won't forgive the person that they have a problem with. Unforgiveness is going to be the biggest thing to cause many people to miss heaven. say this and I'm going to ask the deacons to come up after I open the doors of the church but some people need to understand too now just because a person forgives that don't mean they're going to have to become your hangout buddy again because some folks get to talking she ain't forgave me she won't won't hang out with me where you done bit her one time before she just scared of getting bit again, and that's not to say that she she didn't forgive you. Sometimes both be like, she didn't forgive me. She didn't forgive me. I asked her for forgiveness, and she still and she left me. She went. She went on her way. Well, sometimes just because a person forgives does not mean they have to stay. Depending, especially depending on the circumstance and situation. If you done gave her two black eyes, then went to the hospital for five broke ribs. You done twist her arm behind her her back and put in the headlock and everything else. (laughs) She can forgive you, but that doesn't necessarily mean that she has to stay in in an abusive situation, especially if that person is not willing to change. Because if you really love somebody, You won't do anything to harm them. So sometimes people can forgive, but that don't mean they have to stay in a certain situation. And especially if it happened so many times, and then every time they hear, you know I love you, baby, I, I love you. And then yet you do it again. See, some folk don't want to hit it, but let me tell you something. This kind of stuff needs to be talked about in the church because it has happened and it goes on in the church. Folks are in abusive relationships and marriages and all that stuff in the church. Not necessarily saying in here right now, but it happens, I know. happened and slapped and hit her in her side. But now let me flip that thing around now. There are some women. (laughs) That ain't nothing to play with either too now. Some of them kind of rough. But however it goes, however it goes, the thing that we have to understand Thing that, we, that has to be understood <laughs> God wants us to but the bottom line is to operate in love and if we operate in the spirit of love we'll have a forgiving heart we'll be able to look beyond people beyond people's faults and, and if they have a need help supply that need Is all rooted in love. Unforgiveness is rooted in hate. All that stuff, bitterness and all that stuff, resentment, all that is, is rooted in hate. But love. So as we leave here today, I want this thought to resonate with us and rest in our hearts and mind that whatever issues we have with anybody, we need to be willing to let it go. It ain't worth going to hell over. It ain't worth it. It just, it's just not worth it. And if you've been struggling I submit to you cry out to God and ask him Lord help me to forgive help me to let it go I know it's hard and God knows it's hard too but if you ask him to help you he will do it it may not be an overnight thing but he'll let you I mean he will help you to let that let it go release it sometime if you've been in a bad relationship bad marriage or whatever God seen you a good person and you can somewhat not treat them right based on what you've been through with the other joker and all I'm saying is that sometime if you let it your past Can hinder your future. Let it go. You got to be willing to let it go. If you had Helen, Helen no longer with you. Got to, Lord called her home. Lord bless you with another wife, good wife, supportive. You know. Don't keep talking about, oh, Helen used to make biscuits. (laughs) don't be sitting there talking about Helen's biscuits now (laughs) when Helen is gone thank God for Helen (laughs) but all I'm saying is that don't let your past dictate your future would you stand to your feet let it go let it go there may be somebody among us today who's who's desiring to come and receive Christ and make him the Lord of your life. We want to give you that opportunity to come. Then there may be someone who's seeking a church home to become a part of this church family. We want to give you that chance to come if the Lord is leading you to do so. Jesus said, whosoever will let him come. If that be you, you can come by letter candidate for baptism by Christian experience or you can come under watch care. If there be one today, will you come? We'll gladly receive you in the love of Christ. You ought to come. Will you come? As the choir sings the invitational song, the doors of the Lord's house are open to you. And Jesus said, whosoever will, let him come. Will you come today to surrender your life to the Lord or to become a member of this church family? Will you come? that be one. Will you come today? Wherever you are, whoever you are, will you come? heart done. said one more time, as you yield to him, as you yield to Jesus, as you yield him, your body and soul. Those who are able, we ask you to please stand as we read our church covenant in unison. Let us read together. Having been led, as we believe, by the Spirit of God, to receive the Lord Jesus Christ as our Savior, and on the profession of our faith, having been baptized in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Ghost, we do now, in the presence of God, angels in this assembly, most solemnly and joyfully enter into covenant with one another as one body We engage, therefore, by the aid of the Holy Spirit to walk together in Christian love, to strive for the advancement of this church in knowledge, holiness, and comfort, to promote its prosperity and spirituality, to sustain its worship, ordinances, discipline, and doctrines, to contribute cheerfully and regularly to the support of the ministry, the expenses of the church, the relief of the poor, and the spread of the gospel through all nations. We also engage to maintain family and secret devotions, to religiously educate our children, to seek the salvation of our kindred and acquaintances, to walk circumspectly in the world, to be just in our dealings, faithful in our engagements, and exemplary in our deportment, to avoid all tattling, backbiting, and excessive anger to abstain from the sale and use of intoxicating drinks as a beverage, and to be zealous in our efforts to advance the kingdom of our Savior. We further engage to watch over one another in brotherly love, to remember each other in prayer, to aid each other in sickness and distress, to cultivate Christian sympathy in feeling and courtesy in speech, to be slow to take offense, but always ready for reconciliation, and mindful of the rules of our savior to secure it without delay we moreover engage that when we remove from this place we will as soon as possible unite with some other church where we can carry out the spirit of this covenant and the principles of god's word and now unto him who brought again from the dead our lord jesus be power and glory forever amen God be with you. Lift up your hearts. Come to the Lord's table recognizing your sins. Come and confess your sins before the Lord. Come and let us show forth our unity in Christ. Amen. You may be seated. Let us pray. Our Father in heaven, we come before you to say thank you once again for all that you have done. We thank you for your goodness, for your grace, for the multitude of your mercies that are brand new every morning. God, we thank you for your word. We thank you for the privilege that you gave us to come together to worship and to praise your name. We thank you for the privilege you've given us to be able to partake of this symbol of your body and blood once again. We pray now, God, that as we prepare to receive it, we ask, God, that you would help us to do it reverently, help us to do it discreetly, help us to do it not only because it's first Sunday, but to do it in remembrance of you, to do it in remembrance of the price that you paid for all of our sins when you gave your life. On a hill called Calvary, on an old rugged cross, and then you went in the grave, but you got up early resurrection morning with all power in heaven and earth in your hands. And God, we ask now that your blessing will be upon the symbol of your body and blood. And even as we partake of it, God, we pray that if there is any sick amongst us, that as we receive it, we pray that sick bodies will be made well. We pray that yokes will be destroyed, and that burdens will be lifted, and that needs will be supplied. In the lives of your people and Lord we thank you for doing it in Jesus name all in agreement say amen